This is a GRDC podcast. State-of-the-art imaging technology to objectively measure pulse seed quality characteristics could soon be available on farm to allow quick and accurate segregation of pulse grains at harvest time. Sound interesting? You betcha. In the very recent past, assessing seed quality characteristics was quite subjective and for breeders, for instance, could only occur once enough grain had been grown, which required substantial upfront investment. So a new way of objectively measuring the inherent characteristics of pulse seeds is being developed and that work is also being extended to use on farm, perhaps in the future at harvest time. Recently, I was at an Agriculture Victoria laboratory at Horsham to talk to Dr Cassandra Walker about her work, which is part of the Victorian Grains Innovation Partnership between the Victorian Government and the GRDC, which aims to increase the profitability of southern grain growers through world-class research. Cassie began by explaining the pulse classification process as it's currently done at harvest receival points. So when um, a farmer delivers his lentil load, say, to a receival point or to um, a grain processing company, they would grab a sample of that load or various samples across the load. And so they would, say, have a 500 gram or a kilo sample of multiple points across across the load. And then they would pour that volume of seed onto a tray and manually sort it according to its defects. So if there was frosted kernels or if there was cracked or discoloured or dehulled kernels, they would manually sort those into groups and then weigh each portion. And then if the portion was over a certain percentage, it would get downgraded. Downgraded. So yeah. that in that way, that the farmer's going to be sort of penalised financially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And those are defined, they're Australian standards yeah. and would be defined each year as receival point standards. Now, one of your colleagues is involved in a GRDC investment, a project that is looking at, oh, I suppose, making this objective and an objective measurement. Can you just talk briefly about that? Yes, yes, I can. So I've got colleagues that are working on this project where they're using automated methods with image analysis, so cameras and particular wavelengths that are being measured automatically, and then that would be characterised. They're developing mathematical equations using these particular industry standards Mm. and defining the quality from a breeding perspective. So trying to select out the best quality, most consistent quality. This work is basically for the breeding side of things. What sort of characteristics are they looking at? So looking at seed size, seed shape, so splitting efficiency, dehulling efficiency. They are also looking at colour. So colour is very important with pulses. Mm. So how bright and light the seed is. For example, in peas, I think there's four or five different types of seed colours in peas. So um, Casper types, white, dun, like there's all particular types of pulses. And so you can then classify the type from like thousands of lines within a field. Yeah. 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 And, and know exactly what's being bred. So the technology's there and it works, it's just a matter of uh, how you're applying it to the work at hand, I suppose. That's correct, yes. Yeah. So you're taking that work, you're sort of getting information from that particular project and you're trying to sort of transfer it to the farm. So tell me about that. So it's like lab to field, really, or lab to on-farm situation. So what we've got is we've got very um, technical equipment in the lab 
that is in a, I guess, a soft environment. So you've got humidity and temperature control. In the field, in the, on the farm, that is not the case. So what we're trying to do is to identify spectral signatures from an in-lab situation and seeing if we can apply them on an on-farm situation to try and decipher between high quality and low quality grain. So for segregation, essentially yeah. on-farm. A spectral signature, what's that? So for example, when you take a photo on your camera, you get information, red, green, blue type colors. Yeah. Or, uh, and so that's the kind of information that we're obtaining from our seed, but it's values. So we would have the intensity of red, the intensity of blue and the intensity of green. And so we're then setting those values at limits and deciphering what is the best color. Oh, I see, yeah. So if the grain falls outside that spectrum, it, it would be classified as, as something poor color. Or, poor color, yeah. Yeah, discolored or yeah. diseased that's had affected its color. Yeah. And so it's not as lo lovely and bright as it once was because yeah. it's been through some sort of abiotic or biotic stress in the field. So the work you're doing, it is it just colour? No. So other spectral signatures would include like protein content and that's in the near infrared region. So we see the visible region and that's why colour is very easy to explain. Hmm. Whereas in the near infrared region, we have particular regions that are associated with protein content. And so they use that to classify protein in wheat, for example, at a receival site for grading a grain that mm. comes in. And so we can use similar spectral regions that might be related to either protein content in the lentil or chickpea or field pea, because this is a pulse focused project, mm. or um, carbohydrate composition would also have a spectral signature. And so we can use those to then say, well, this is a high quality grain so the types of things that we'll, we're hoping to decipher between are like frost-affected kernels to normal non-frost-affected kernels, heat where there's been a heat stress event during the growing season and so you end up with these shriveled kernels, disease-affected kernels so where there's been a disease event and it's caused not only a, a loss in yield but also a loss in quality where the, the grain hasn't filled adequately. So those are the sort of things that we're trying to get a library of defective kernels that mm. have been through a lots of different events over time, abiotic, biotic stress events, as well as good quality, yeah. like set. To, to, to compare yeah. it, yeah. So we're developing a library where we're working with farmers, obtaining grain from farmers, as well as from what our normal research projects here yeah. on the farm. Now, just looking around your lab, these spectrometers, if I've got the right word there? Yes, it, you do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> They're sizable machines. Yes. Uh, how are you going to I suppose, reduce their size? Well, already um, the technology is available and people would know even just on a phone, you have a camera. So that's the same sort of thing that is available with specific wavelength in the near infrared region, for example. It is a handheld instrument. It's just whether or not you can have it robust and repeatable and always working the same as what we're seeing in the lab. So do you see them being a part of a harvester, for instance? Yes, yes. So we would put this small handheld sort of size device on either a harvester or an auger and then have some sort of sorting decision based processor attached yeah. and then that would sort the grain hopefully into high quality and, and low quality or defective. 
That's great. the dream. <laughs> the dream. The, 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 the grain is moving really rapidly through the, yes. through the harvest of that, isn't it? Yes, but and so there's lots of engineering questions that we have yeah. um, to try and resolve. There's lots of challenges in this yeah. project. It is really just to see if we can actually achieve this. Yeah. And like, yeah, hand on my heart, I feel like it is something that we can achieve. But, you know, we need to go through this process so that we can see if the spectral signatures we have are robust yeah. and can translate to the field and also whether or not we can sort, develop a sorting system yeah. and where is the most, I guess, practical place for it to be and also cost effective. We've mm. got to make a system that is cost effective for farmers to use. You know. So it may not necessarily be on a harvester, it could be post-harvest as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It could be when you're moving grain into a silo mm. or it could be moving grain into a load to then deliver. So it's how we can best inform the farmers or develop systems that inform the farmers to actually then maximise their profits. Well, well yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole what aim. it comes down to, yeah. isn't it? They would, they would sort their grain so that they only deliver the high quality yeah. portion of their grain. Yes, and have the capacity to do that, the capability, I guess, is the right word. Yeah. The capability of sorting their grain, understanding what quality they're getting, and then how can they maximise their returns? So what sort of grain can they put together to deliver to then get the best grade to deliver profits for them? Now, Cass, you know it works. You know what you want to achieve, and the yeah. project is only sort of just getting underway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So where are you up to? <laughs> oh, we're only a few months in. So at the moment, we're building our libraries. We're building our sample library as well as our spectral library, and we're trying to get as many different, I guess, defective grain sources as we possibly can, and trying to take advantage of other projects that mm. are on site here, so that we're we're maximising a source of seeds and types of seeds that we're, we're getting in. So when you say you're building a library, you're building a library of defective grains to feed that into the computer, I suppose. That's correct, yes. Yeah. And then we'll also be looking at the best way, I guess, of deciding whether we just need a few wavelengths that can decipher the most. So we'll have to do analyses where we choose wavelengths that can decipher the most defects. Yeah. So whether heat and frost have similar signatures for example, or disease, they might have all similar spectral signatures and there might be regions that are the best to use for the most abiotic, biotic stresses. Yeah. When do the engineers come into it and what will they be doing? Oh, look, we'll be engaging local engineers as well as people that build augers and people that are involved with field equipment already. And so we're engaging them now, really. We want to have something in place next harvest for sure so that we can actually start seeing start what works. On. Well, we want to see what practically works on farm. You know, yeah. this is the whole point of it. We've got some growers involved and they're very passionate about what they do and very passionate about what this project is trying to achieve. And so um, with their involvement, we'll actually have this practical on-farm use yeah. of a sorting system. I reckon pulse growers around the nation would be cheering this on because, of, you know, as you say, there is a risk that they're going to get a whole truckload of grain downgraded simply because this a frost type event of, or yeah, or a, and, yeah, and this, right. this process doesn't exist right now. That's exactly right. Yes, true. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping for. You know, that's really we want to see the best outcomes and farmers really getting the most out of their systems that they currently, I mean, they're very savvy. They know what they're doing. They know how to grow the best product in the world, really. And so why not give them the systems that can, can further advance that? Dr. Cassandra Walker from Agriculture Victoria at Horsham with news of an exciting new project to subjectively measure pulse grain quality on farm.